Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Eliane. I'm Shante. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie. And this is Unapologetically She. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically She. This is Eliane. This week, I will be bringing us our drink of the week. Lauren Ashley is moderating this week's Shot and Chaser. Shante is bringing the facts in Misinformation War Room. Katie will be bringing those receipts. And Sarah will reveal this week's bitch ass and badass of the week. So let's get started with our drink of the week which I have to admit, listeners, wasn't a super popular choice among the co-hosts. <laughs> Nobody was that excited over the tequila, you know? So Shante knows being in Southern New York, right? As soon as it creeps above 60 degrees <laughs> and it's sunny for a few days, it's fucking tequila season, it's summer. So my mind like went there and this is like one of my favorite summer drinks. So. I call it the raspberry tequila spritzer because it's tequila. Now I put like a shot and a half because I like that shit strong. <laughs> um, and then you mix it. If you don't really like it um, sour, you can put some agave or simple syrup in it and shake it up over glass, pour it in the glass over ice, and then you're going to top it off with seltzer. And then I put a little lime slice and some raspberries in there because I like to be fancy. I, I, I think I, I'm the only I one that likes it. <laughs> it's strong and I'm going to be on the floor later. It is strong. So, you know. I, I wish I wish I were partaking, but Lent ends. One week. Easter is next week. Ooh, you know, I designed it. It looks nice. I don't have my raspberries because my raspberries in the refrigerator and I forgot to add the raspberry, but you know, at least it, it looks nice. It does. Yeah, look, your glass looks really cute. It looks really yeah. cute. I'm jealous. I've just got Gatorade Zero. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't have any raspberries. But it really looks nice. This is what happens when you have a mom that has good taste. Her, I'm Even though she retired two years ago, almost two years ago, my mom still got taste in buying. She likes nice shit, you know. So sorry again, but that shit was strong. It's it's not <laughs> it's not the only tequila season. It's um what is it? It's uh what is the um I forgot those drinks they sold on the street. See it, it's oh oh my god, why am I blanking on them? Nutcracker, okay. it's nutcracker season in New York, y'all. Nutcrackers, nutcrackers. No. Oh my god, nutcrackers. I how can Sounds I like it should be a Christmas drink. I need to come oh, downstate and find out what y'all talking about. It's totally not. It's very, it's kind of fruity. It, it has, a, I mean, everybody kind of makes it differently, but it's got a whole bunch of different liquors in it and some fruity drink. It's like, pff, they sell it on the street. Like you can get it at the park. You get it in this big container of like soup from the chicken spot, from the Chinese spot. 
It's like a oh, Long Island oh, iced oh, tea oh. with fruit punch. With fruit punch. <laughs> sometimes it's blue. Sometimes it's got coconut in it. I don't know. People, people sometimes have it's purple. Fuck it, fuck sometimes it, Morgan. It's red. It's mad good. Like it, it, they sell it in Harlem. They sell it in the Bronx and Brooklyn, but mostly in Harlem. They yeah. you see it a lot. They sell it. So I got these nutcrackers for five dollars. Oh you know, like, yeah. I just want <laughs> you to know that like I'm taking down a note right now. Text one of my line sisters and be like, what do you know about this? Next time I come visit you, you want some of this? Like <laughs> I love the nutcrackers at the Puerto Rican parade. You know, you go, you're on Fifth Avenue along the parade route. There's like every corner, there's five people. Nutcrackers, nutcrackers, five dollars. Like that's a five. I love that. That's awesome. We started telling the real quick. That's some New York shit right there. (laughs) (laughs) So how's everybody's week been, ladies? What have we been up to? I'm I'm exhausted. I spent Monday and Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday in Albany. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a patron, you'll be able to hear all the information, all the details about that. <laughs> and our bonus content. I, I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. I was an Albany. Why? Listen in. <laughs> a certain attorney general. <laughs> <clears throat> what about the mom on the panel? Oh, it's good week. Good week. It was uneventful this week for a change, but yeah, I did. I do have to share though that while I was getting ready for today, <laughs> I just I just touched up my hair on Friday it looks night. Good. Thank you. Uh, but I just touched it up on Friday night, and I'm washing my hair today because I leave it in for two days, right? So that the color sink in, and like, well, I like I rinse it out, but I don't wash it again for two days. Yeah. To let the color set. So I'm coming out of my room, getting ready for the show today. And my daughter, seven years old, she's going to be eight this month, right? She's standing in the living room with a whole bunch of my wan coins from Korea down her pants, shaking her butt, singing jingle bells. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she, listen. I don't know what to do with this. I don't, I don't, and my husband, my husband is sitting on the couch, like covering his mouth, trying not to bust out laughing. His mom is on FaceTime on the iPhone and he's trying to show her and I'm walking out going, what the fuck is going on down here? <laughs> so that's, yeah, yeah, well, that was today. Children. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... You literally made me joke. Oh my God. I was <laughs> I'm out, baby. <laughs> my um, inhaler's on the other side of the room. <laughs> God, Lord Ashley. <laughs> um, and it's funny because it reminded me of like when I was a little kid, because like I would do the same, I wouldn't put coins in my pants, but I'd run around the house in my underwear shaking my butt to Casey and the sh- sunshine band shake your booty. Hey. I mean, so it totally <laughs> like so okay. I looked at that, I was like, oh my God, she's like, she's me. <laughs> that's why I, she you she giving you a hard ass time the kids that give it those are the ones that be like mm-hmm. mm. i mean i i wasn't gonna get that on video but oh my god it was hilarious <laughs> so yeah that's that was the highlight of my week that was the funniest part of my week right there uh, uh, i uh i took my students on a field trip to a slime museum 
slime. Slime? Like slime. Nickelodeon slime? <laughs> yeah, like slime slime. Like, you know how kids be making slime? It's like... Yeah, it was... Well, they yeah. learned, like, the chemistry behind it, and they got to... It was very, it was a very kinesthetic experience. Um, mm -hmm. Really good for kids with like, you know, sensory issues and things mm -hmm. like it was, it was actually really cool. It's tactile. And very tactile. Um, and we got to make our own slime and bring, bring one home with us. It was really cool. And then on our way back, we were walking down the street and one of the kids was like, oh my God, it's Jay Balvin. And I was like, the hell are they talking about and we look across the street and it was literally fucking jay balvin <laughs> like walking down the street pushing a stroller who this is this is where i expose myself as a person who's not up to date on anything oh my who is gosh this? exactly jay I'm not the only one. Not. thank goodness He's I'm like not on anything. He's like I like only listen to like Swahili musicians. I don't know <laughs> what the hell is happening jay here balvin is you know uh a rapper no, he's a reggaeton artist. Oh, um, he's pretty yeah, popular, you guys. <laughs> no, I'm listen. I I will be. I'm not. I'm I'm, I've literally never in my entire life been up to date on music. Carol <laughs> was a godsend because I would know what the other kids were talking about. But those days are over. So. I <laughs> yeah, so just walking down the street. Ain't got no one to look up to these days. I know. I was like, I thought they were, you know, lying, but it really actually was him. But. I <laughs> Um, yeah, we didn't go up to him or anything. I wasn't that interested. But I was like, That's really funny. Could you imagine he's out walking a stroller, then all of a sudden there's this there's this teacher with her whole class going, Hi! And, it, and it wasn't just me, it was like two other classes. So it would have been like 50 kids just rolling up on you, like you would have been scared. So Jay Bobbin, don't worry, we did not accost you. <laughs> I held them back. I held them back. <laughs> oh my god. Katie, how was your week? It's been good. I um downloaded my application to get started for my master's in education. <gasps> I've been working on that this week. Um scared the crap out of two of my coworkers because I asked them to do my recommendations. And before I could finish the sentence, they both thought I was quitting <laughs> and about to cry. So <laughs> they're like, wait, they, can you finish the sentence? <laughs> So uh, I'm excited. I should be able to start that hopefully in the fall. Um, oh, I still be paid for through my work. So I might as well take advantage of it. So stick around in Kentucky for a little bit. So yeah, I'm excited. And something, it. you know, I found this job through, I fell into it by accident and it kind of like was perfect for me. It's literacy. I love education. I just never, God bless teachers. I never wanted to go that route. <laughs> <laughs> I always loved education and literacy so this I found a good way to go about it and uh, you know political nerd so education policy seems the right direction for me so awesome, awesome. yes That's so awesome. yeah I'm excited <laughs> scared because it's been <clears throat> 12 years since I've been in college <laughs> so don't feel bad it, it's it's been 14 almost for me so yeah, but it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm addicted to school, so I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my master's programs are are, are, are awesome. I, I'm I'm currently in one. Um, almost like two classes done. So like, it's, yeah, I'll have a master's of science. So yeah, mine will be a master's yes. in science. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yes. I'm nice. excited. I love it. I love it. Ms. Lauren um, Ashley. 
Yes. So now we're going to go to Lauren Ashley, who's going to moderate our Shot and Chaser this week. So every week, each of us picks a topic to present to the other host. That's the shot, the chaser, our reactions. None of us know what the others are going to talk about. So it's all very raw. And this week, we are going to be starting with Katie. What's your shot for us? Mine is kind of interesting one. It's a little close to the heart. Um, so not sure how many of you ever watched one Umbrella Academy with or a uh, million little things and also a comedy special um, that Gerard Carmichael just came out with two weeks ago, about a week ago, last weekend. One of the things that all these have in common is transitioning characters and coming out and how that has really kind of established. So Elliot Page's character mm -hmm. is going to now be coming out as a trans man on it, which is absolutely phenomenal. I was wondering how they were gonna handle his Can character. you say what show this is again? Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy, okay. Yeah, yeah. so his on the third season, um, his character will be coming out as a trans man because he's been a woman in the past um, on a million little things. One of them, they have two characters on it. Uh, one, a young teenager that came out pretty early on in the first or second season. And just this coming season, they've had one of the main characters, uh, Kate's discovering that she's gone through a divorce and realizing that, you know, she probably is bisexual and gotten back in touch with a woman. And Gerard Michael is a comedian, absolutely fabulous special. Like it was probably one of the best comedy specials I've seen in a very long time where he came out and that he was gay and how he has processed, processed that as a black man in a very Christian family um, and how his family has handled that. So, you know, this is something with everything that Allison is going on, I think it's absolutely fabulous because you don't see very, there's not a lot of trans characters out there for one and to be able to watch it on an episode of shows as they are transitioning into that for their character and coming out, I think that's something that's it's pretty wonderful to see because, you know, me growing up barely had any type of gay characters, you know, Ellen was about it and Will and Grace, but not so much, but we see this huge variety coming out. It's It's been pretty awesome, especially with everything that is going on. That's, so yeah, that's my topic. <laughs> have awesome. any of you, have any of you watched Umbrella Academy or what was the other show that you said? A Million Little Things. It's kind of like This Is Us. It follows, uh, it's, a, it's an intense show. Like it's one of those shows you cry as a, I was gonna say it's a show that you watch to cry. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> is this a I haven't watched the show, I heard of it. I think Mary J. Blige was on uh, Umbrella Academy, if I'm not yes. Yeah, that, yeah, it's on Netflix. It's phenomenal. It's based off a comic book and yeah. <laughs> it's a great show. Elliot Page. Elliot, yeah. seen Elliot Page when Elliot Page was in X-Men, always like him mm -hmm. in X-Men. So it was good to see him on stage two weeks ago, living his truth. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. He, he looked was fabulous. Good. Absolutely he happy. Did. He really like, did. He was glowing. I would have to say like, he could tell he, he found himself, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, and I, I like how like, despite all this criticism from the far right and everything else that media companies are actually listening and bringing in more representation of these marginalized groups you know i mean could it be more obviously mm -hmm. but it's i don't know it's it's good to see 
it's really good to see you know my my aunt was trans and she was a trans woman and it was just it was completely different time yeah the special can you can you say again the special that you mentioned um I keep seeing ads for it and I was and I've hear I've been hearing people raving about it but like I again I'm behind on something so I was just like I don't know who you are person there's too much media to consume (laughs) yeah it's um (laughs) Gerard Michaels and totally blanking on the name I had it written down somewhere but now I can't find it um Rothaniel it's kind of hard to say, but it's a joke, running joke about what his uh, real name is. He doesn't like going by it, but Rothaniel mm-hmm. is his real name. And he starts off saying, I'm going to tell you a big secret, what my true name is. And you don't find out what it is till the end. But <laughs> in the special, he comes out that he, you know, he's gay and how he's family, you know. Is that on Netflix? Uh, that one's on HBO. Okay. I keep getting the ads, but. Yeah, yeah I highly recommend it. It's intense. It's funny. And he just sits there and interacts with the crowd. Like, you know, people ask him questions about how he's handled it, how his family's handled it. And it, it was, it was kind of a pretty powerful, and it was, it was funny too. Like he, you know, without, you know, having shoot down on himself and his family and what comedy should be. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, you know, it's really good to see that there's a comedy special that we're talking about. And it's not about it being problematic. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's different. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, Katie. Uh, our next shot is going to come from Sarah. All right. So I'm going to go more on the personal note this time. I'm not like going to be political or anything else. Um, <laughs> April is Autism Acceptance Slash Awareness Month. Okay. And my daughter is autistic and ADHD. So I just wanted to take a couple of minutes to talk about what it, what it is, what it means. And simple answer is it's a lot of different things and it means a lot of different things because no two autistics are the same. Um, but for anyone that's not aware, you know, it's um, autism spectrum disorder, ASD as it's referred to, um, you know, it's, it changes how your brain processes and functions and things like that. And one thing that I wanted to touch on was that a lot of people think that autism is becoming more prevalent, that it's becoming more common. And that's really not the case. It's just that now there is a diagnosis where previously there was not. Um, and that's where you see a lot of the anti-vaxxers vaccines cause autism. No, they don't. It's always been there. It's just that we didn't have a diagnosis for it before. Um, but the thing that I wanted to touch on was that when you are out with people and they're not acting in a way that you think is normal, And I've had a lot of dealings with this the last couple of weeks. I mean, over the last seven, eight years, but the last couple of weeks, especially. People with autism process things differently, okay? It is not as prevalent in females as it is males. Don't know why that is. Not a lot is known about it. But 
my message for our listeners and beyond would be to not pigeonhole every autistic in the same space because they are different. One may be verbal, another may not be. There are different levels, I guess you could say, you know, so just if you know somebody that's autistic or you have a friend who has a child who is autistic, let them lead you on what they need and listen. And if you want to learn more about autism, please don't do Autism Speaks. Please don't. I, I know, and I will probably go off on that at some point later, but um, if you're going to, if you do want to learn more about autism, go to, um, I would say go to, where is the name of it? Because it's escaping me right now, even though I go there all the time. I do because I like, I use the materials and stuff all the time from my daughter, for my daughter. Um, I can't think of it. I can't even think of it now, but it's not Autism Speaks. <laughs> we can, we can Make throw sure it on the, that. we can throw it on the social. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And yeah, what you just said, Sarah, about not using Autism Speaks, like I've seen so many people say mm-hmm. not to, yeah. Yeah. You're they, not, they, you, you are not the first person who has said who I've heard say that well they use it they use it as like it's like this some disability and that yeah. like trying to find a cure and you know I know that there are some autistic people out there that would like a cure and I'm not downplaying that but it's like yeah they're very heavy on the ableism yes yeah. yes and you know Sarah I I I'm a special education teacher and I've worked with students on the autism spectrum for my entire career. And I want to piggyback on what you said and just everybody needs to remember that it's a spectrum. Mm -hmm. And like you said, the triggers, the behaviors, the processing issues, Mm -hmm. the different abilities because that's also one thing we got to remember just because you're on the autism spectrum it doesn't mean that you don't have talents and you don't Mm -hmm. have intelligence and you're not able to do literally everything anybody else can do you know and it's really important to to remember that you know and not to stigmatize people because they have a diagnosis absolutely I try to make sure that my students are very you know, they're proud of, of themselves. They're proud of their brain. They're proud of the way their brain works. Like mm-hmm. it's an amazing brain. It's just, it's so awesome. And, you know, it just works bad, differently. Like, we can't even figure it out. Like us laymen can't figure it out because your brain is so freaking awesome. So yeah. yeah. Autism society. There it thank is. You. <laughs> thank you. I knew I was going to come to you. And thank you for using your shot this week to bring us a topic that's really important. It is. It's a lot more common than people ever realize. Yes. Yeah. So next up is Shantae. What's your shot for us? Well, of course, it isn't it doesn't get political without me. And, and I appreciate you amplifying my fellow Taurus, um, Sarah, you know, Dina. So that's you know, so kudos to her. She's an amazing child. Thank and you. I like Dina. So of course. We made history this week. 
with confirming the first African-American woman to the Supreme Court. That's right. That's right. Say your name. Say your name. Tangi Brown Jackson. How black can it get? How black that name can get? <laughs> it's blacker than my name. <laughs> and my name is black. <laughs> but I am bringing this shot because you know you got some pearl clutching GOP senators out of the 50. Only three out of 50, you know, the numerator is three, the denominator is 50. Three out of 50 voted <laughs> for Katanji uh, Brown Jackson, and that is Willard Mitt Romney, Susan Margaret Collins, and Lisa Ann Mikowski. If I got their full names right, don't charge it to my I heart. love they use the full government. <laughs> <laughs> I love it too. I love it too. They're I full legal like, names, so there's yeah. no mistaking it. Like, People need to know what your name is. Yeah. Plain and simple. President Obama used his name, Barack Obama. That's his name. Barack Hussein Obama. Yep. Kamala mm-hmm. Davy, she used her name. Mm-hmm. She don't got no colonized name. But yeah, 47 voted no, including the ashy one. There's a lot of derogatory names I want to use. And I can't use it for this podcast. I, I think Ashley is the safe word for that one. Ashley is the safe word. But with my mother, I, you know, I go in. I use the N-word on him. Yes, I do. And the N-word. And for those who want to criticize me using the N-word, because I'm Black, it means a person of a low-class mentality. So there you have it. I just want to say, for those who want to criticize, if you're not Black, you don't get to criticize. So. Yeah. And, and also, you yep. don't have to explain yourself to people who are not Black. So fuck that. You don't have to yeah. if, if you're not black you don't get to say it yeah, and you don't that. get to criticize people that's it that's Thank it you. and Them i was on ABC this week and of course the fat sausage from new jersey has said you know oh um well you know just to know that when another seat becomes you know available in 2024 mitch mcconnell said you know or no before 2024 he said mitch McConnell wait said, who's a fat sausage don't insult sausage like that okay because now i'm not going to be able to eat it anymore just don't eat it from oh the my shelf. god oh my god I'm dead. <laughs> by the carolina sausages but he was saying if another seat's become available because it's going i guess they scared because clarence thomas wife um white wife virginia thomas is might get subpoenaed to the uh, one six committee to testify, and then she does. It's going to be a wrap. For Get her. Good. So it should be a wrap. Not willing. And he already applied. He already said when Mitch McConnell becomes the Senate Majority Leader, who's to say he's going to become the Senate Majority Leader? Who's to say the Democrats are going to show up for twenty twenty two this uh, in November for the election? So mm-hmm. you need to calm the fuck down, sir. So. Anyway, another seat is going to get available. And I said in my video, if another seat get available, I don't mind an Asian being on the court, but I would love to see a Native American on the court because the Native Americans have suffered for so long. It was a genocide mm-hmm. of them, I think, in 1890. So they deserve to sit on that court. And, I, and there's a lot of Native American public defenders, criminal lawyers, I mean, criminal, criminal defense lawyers. Attorneys, period. Attorneys, mm-hmm. Judges. So get the fuck out of here. So I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm happy. That's a good shot. Let's get some chasers out of (laughs) y'all. I I loved it. I loved hearing that final vote. 
I loved watching President Biden and Judge Brown Jackson watching that final vote together yes. and, the and the photos and, and the selfies. And, I know. And, and, and our vice president Kamala Harris was there to certify that vote. It was fucking amazing. It was such a moment of joy. You know, when I got the notification on my phone, I was actually getting prepared for after school and my kids, I was picking them up in the gym and I said, Oh my God, look, you guys, she got confirmed. And they cheered they screamed oh, and then mm-hmm. almost got in trouble for making noise but like whatever whatever <laughs> it was a moment of like, it. Oh, totally here, worth it scream. <laughs> i cried i cried it was a it was a great day it's a great moment it's a great moment for america it was like it was it was a historic and great and momentous and beautiful moment for black women amen my mother who is 68 my father, who was 67, was so excited. I, I was glad that they were there to see it. I wish my grandmother and my grandfather was here because mm. they would have been in their upper 90s to see it. Yeah. But mm. if they were still around today, but I'm glad that my mother and my father was able to see it. My mother was like, I feel happy, Shantae. I was glad to see that. Now you can say you lived a half a century, more than a half a century. So you can say you saw civil rights, you saw Martin Luther King, Amen. you saw Black Panthers, and my mom marched with Farrakhan. Yeah. Oh. 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 Okay now. oh. Back in the seventies in New York when she first moved here. Yep. That's wow. that's what's up. Thank you so much, Shantae. That was a. Oh, that was an excellent shot. Thank you. That's an excellent shot. I'm smiling again, like it's still the day. Yeah. That was <laughs> such a great day. <laughs> so next up, Eliane, what's your shot for us, ma'am? So of course I have to follow something that amazing and meaningful. And of course I'm coming with some pop culture reality show trashy shit. (laughs) (laughs) You get to choose whatever you want. It's your shot. Right. So I was seeing on social media the last few days, everybody talking about this show, the ultimatum, marry or move on. And I was like, the fuck is this about? Let me watch this. (laughs) this trashy shit on netflix okay and i'll give you the premise of the show real quick so (laughs) it's four couples that have been together for a little while you know and one of them is giving the other an ultimatum like either marry me or we're gonna fucking break up right which i'm like okay that's not so crazy like people you know kind of put their partners to define the relationship often enough but no the spin on this craziness was that they go and they have to then date other people on this show but they're dating the other people in the other couples and they're all fucking hanging out together and so you're literally seeing your ex-boyfriend because they supposedly break up and you're seeing him date this other chick and then they go into trial marriages with them live together for three weeks all types of crazy shit and then they come back live with their original partners for another three weeks and then they have to make a decision like are they leaving with their original partner and going to get married are they gonna marry the new person Or are they walking away the fuck alone? And I was like, this is some crazy shit. Because first of all, um, you guys might not know listeners if you don't follow me on Twitter, but the people that do, 
know that I go crazy when anybody like even like sniffs or looks in my man's direction. Okay. <laughs> so, there's no way in fucking hell I could watch him date another woman. I would fucking somebody okay? you don't like when other women go in his mentions and and and, and try to come at him i know and they don't they don't know they, they're know, not ready I'm for it they're never like ready for it on twitter and yeah i'm not i'm like i'm not with that shit so i definitely wouldn't fucking like <laughs> be able to watch him date somebody else but what do you guys think about ultimatums do you think they are helpful or even effective do you mean well, like in general or like in a relationship? In a relationship, or in a like- relationship, right? Like if you've been with somebody a certain amount of time, do you think it's actually helpful to be like, okay, now it's time to either marry me or or else? Oh, you mean like specifically for marriage? Yeah. I mean, if the person isn't gonna marry you, you can tell. Yeah. Just, I just feel I, like, you know, you know, if they're not in it, Yes. You just need to let it go. I mean, if if you feel that you need an ultimatum ultimatum for your relationship to progress, it's time to get the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. It almost sounds like marriage boot camp in a way, like Mm -hmm. slightly, but not dating other people. I feel like if you've been with me for like 10 years or like 15 years, like some celebrity couples, which Mm -hmm. it works for them. It's fine if y'all want to be domestic partners or, you know, want to be common law or want to shack up as my parents mm-hmm. always say but you ain't gonna be shacking up with me you know digging me out taking me out eating my pussy fucking <laughs> oh my god we're not going to be <laughs> this is why my mom can't listen sorry sorry you're fine you're fine you're fine she's just banned from listening you're not gonna be doing that and and, yeah. and then Wanna be like, I don't know if I'm gonna marry you. I don't wanna marry you. Get the fuck out of here. You waste my whole time, my whole life. And you know, in relationships, some women, they gain weight. They gain weight when they in the fucking relationship. So that means that it must be a terrible, (laughs) must be a terrible fucking relationship. Then like, if you're not gonna put a ring on it, then get the fuck out of my face. Get the fuck out of my face. My grandma says that there are men out there who will use a relationship to make a woman become like frumpy so that their self-esteem goes down and then they don't realize that they're a catch and need to just get back out there on the market and then they'll just stay with what that you just made me think of that Mm. yeah Mm. I was my my first husband was a little like that my husband now is just like you do you because you're gorgeous and I love you he right. knows what he got. <laughs> he got a child out of it, so that's a great thing. Oh, yeah. I don't. I, yeah, um, I don't know. You all can probably hear me pouring my wine. I'm done. I'm done with the spritzer, and now I'm going. Oh, with my you wine. know, I'm gonna be the only one continuing with my. I forgot you. I gotta. Oh, I'm the only one continuing it. with Gatorade Zero. <laughs> I'm gonna need one. Salivating at the thought of wine. I'm gonna get so drunk on Easter. <laughs> I'm doing it for Jesus. I'm doing it for Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> drinking too so what you talking about right he turned water into wine that's what i I was just gonna say that i paid attention okay thank you eliam for your trashy (laughs) shot you know i'm good for that shit i i know you are i don't i i I just i love watching your reactions to like trashy reality stuff because like i'm not into it but like just seeing how heated you get it's it's amusing it's great so i'm the last one 
and I'm going to turn my shot around a little bit. My original shot was going to be that in light of the slap, you don't know what we're talking about. Mm. Go to Google. But in light of that, the Academy has banned Will Smith from attending the Academy Awards for a decade. Fuck the Academy. I will never, ever, 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 (laughs) ever, ever, ever watch again. Because I've been watching the Oscars since I was a kid. For those who don't know, like my first... um, my first um, undergrad degree was in film studies. So like film production, film production, like, yeah, that's like, this is my thing. So I'm just saying it's okay for a child predator to be awarded an Oscar in absentia when the reason he's in absentia is because he's fled the country because he abused a child. That's okay. Roman Polanski's okay. It was okay to you to for you to keep do, but but an oh a single open-handed slap from a black man who has only ever been the most calm, cool, collective. Someone mm-hmm. said earlier on Twitter that Will Smith is like the rare celebrity who has never stepped out of line. And he is like just yeah. as a person, he just seems like a wonderful human being. So in a moment of heightened stress and um emotion, he does something out of character and you decide that you have to let the Negroes know that we've been invited into the house, but it's not permanent. Okay. All right. Anyway, that was supposed to be my shot, but I'm going to turn around. <laughs> Instead, my shot is that Will's, Will, Will's self-titled memoir, Will, has shot way back up onto the bestseller charts. Oh. Aftermath of all of this bullshit. That's my shot. That's my shot. That man is going to be just fine. Like, he is going to be just right. fine. He's gonna pro- you don't want to go to those raggedy ass award shows any fucking way. Exactly. You know what? They do not respect actors. Like they don't. The Academy does not really respect their actors. They don't no. respect no. black actors. Fuck them. Hey, Ma- say that. Say that again, no. Sarah. Say, say that again. again. They Damn. don't respect black actors. Thank you. Because there's a lot of black actors that could have got Cicely Tyson could have got something. She didn't get anything for Sounder. I heard she got nominated for Sounder. Let's see. You got Viola Davis, who was up. So many times they said she's Academy Award winner. I said, for which movie? Because she didn't get it for the help because she was good in the help. There was a lot of actors there. And Halle Berry, yes, she got it for Monster Ball, but why she didn't get it for Losing Isaiah? Ooh, that Losing part. Isaiah. Oh my God, that movie is so good. That you movie- know what? I'm, I'm still stuck on. I thought that it was better than not getting Ball. it, Not getting it for playing Malcolm X. Oh, yeah. That whole yep. film being snubbed. I'm, oh mm-hmm. God. Yep. If you've never watched Spike Lee's masterpiece, that's Malcolm it. X, go watch it. It is freaking, it is amazing. Yeah. And then, so, then the hurricane alone. You just oh, God, that was so good. And good. um, I don't know of any Denzel movie that I have to liked. do with it. She deserved one for that. Angela. Oh, and Angela Bassett is just an amazing actress. They don't respect Black actors. The fact that she all, does not have an Academy Award is disgusting. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of Black actors that don't, was it um, Taji, um, Taji P. Henson? Don't oh, Taraji, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taraji, like yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, she won for Fences as a supporting actress, but why she didn't win for freaking um, The Help? Yeah. Oh, for mm-hmm. the listener, she's talking about Viola. Yeah. Viola. I went for the, 
That's why the Oscar can go. They're going to lose ratings behind this shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course they're going to lose ratings. I'm like, y'all, are, act, like, since y'all act like your awards show hasn't mm-hmm. been in a serious decline in terms of ratings. And mm-hmm. because some white women were pearl clutching like Amy, I can't stand to look at her face, Schumer, because of that. <laughs> Who wanted to make a joke about a, a dead woman? Yeah, and got upset because she couldn't make a joke about a dead woman, but is oh so offended by Will Smith's slap. Exactly, exactly. So Amy Schumer clutches her pearls. Amy, no lip Schumer. Amy, God, I cannot stand looking at her face, Schumer. Oh, uh, I hope my aunt is. Why listening. she looks so plump? <laughs> she looks horrible. She looks and she's supposed to be the youngest one out of the out of the host, and she looked crazier. Than- I didn't even think about that. Well, her dress was a hot mess. Yeah, she's um, always a hot mess it was like, you know what? i want to make it clear for our listeners because i say this a lot it is not okay to talk about a person's appearance if they're just a regular regular person living life and putting good energy out in the world but when you are a piece of garbage <laughs> i'll bet hey, you're wrong. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and amy schumer has proved herself consistently to be a piece of garbage yeah. pin with the 53 percent and um, with that note, we have ended our <laughs> shot and chaser for the week. Yeah, my Thank you, ladies. As you try not to Google at something that our listeners can't see and probably shouldn't hear. Our producer, our producer, who he had something to say about Amy Schumer, but we'll wrap it up at that. Thank you. On to the next segment. Oh, goodness gracious. So <laughs> this is actually a perfect leeway for our, our read receipts this week that um, that deals with trigger and cancer culture, or as, as I like to say, somebody think of Betty White. <laughs> because apparently, God rest her soul, by the way, God rest her soul. So there has been a re- ridiculous amount of talk about being I'm so triggered by that slap I have nightmares now I can't sleep you know from Twitter posts to social media to white women white actors coming out comedians coming out nightmares about what this, yeah exactly it open, oh, they can't sleep they're having nightmares they're triggered I can't even the Lord is the sky is falling <laughs> fucking a and it's <laughs> you know shit's popping off in your crane horrible things over there but it's the slap that's triggering them fucking ridiculous and i'm going to focus on the ridiculousness of because there are legit things that are triggering out there right now Mm -hmm. there are um legit things that people need to be canceled over but canceled over a fucking slap that was much deserved the man who did train as ali could have done a whole lot worse oh yeah he held back a simple slap I've been slapped in the face and went on with my life. <laughs> I would have kicked him in the balls. Yeah. He would not have been on his feet. Exactly. I, I, there would have been a lot worse going on for what he has done. And I, you know, and, and a lot of Yeah, exactly. And it's just been, you know, it, two weeks ago that this happened and it's still, you know, like you said, 10 year ban over this of misconduct and, how much time like you and this is exactly what especially white women wanted to continue keeping that is they wanted that wanted to see that consequence of a joke 
that should never been a joke. He, he knew not to say it. He said it anyway, but at least Amy Schumer had the respect not to say her fucking joke. He was told not to, and he did it anyway. Oh, she was told not to. Yeah, yeah, she was. Uh, and it's to me, it's ridiculous. But Halle Berry gets up there, gets sexually assaulted by Adrian Brody with an unwanted kiss, and then was basically told just deal with it. It wasn't an open mouth. I remember yeah, watching yeah. that. As he a shot child, his tongue in her mouth. Her throat. He sure did. He, he sure did. freaking did. But hmm, and I'm gonna post. I I've got where she was basically told, like, even when she was talking about it, like the people that were laughing about it was making me really uncomfortable. And I was like, but I'll post the video about it. But she was trying to say, she was kind of, as most black women pop do, have to kind of laugh this shit off, even though it makes them uncomfortable. And you can tell. Even though she was just literally assaulted on national TV. Exactly. You know, in front of millions of viewers across the world. Yeah. A hell of a lot more, which... That alone should trigger women across the board because I don't know a single woman that has not been sexually assaulted in some way. That should be triggering, but I don't remember anything about that. To this day, I don't see any outrage. Adrian Brody is still allowed to attend. He still gets his Oscar. He was never asked to stop going or resign from the Academy Forum. Um, Roman Polanski pleaded guilty to rape of a 13-year-old girl in 1979 then fled the country shortly after, but receives an Oscar in 2003. Three. To a standing ovation. Exactly. And he wasn't proud to be there. girl before I was born and I watched that Oscar be presented. Yeah, mm. I remember that Oscar. And I've, same with me. I've watched Oscar since I was little. We used to have little Oscar parties and I used to love them. I miss Whoopi hosting them. They didn't honest. even ask like, Polanski to like, I can't, re- I think it was 2013. I think is when they finally booted him from the academy. Is, I, I'm getting to that, but um, okay, uh, okay. Uh, it was 2018. 2018. The only oh, that's better. Why, yeah, because that makes yeah even better. And the only reason it does because they started to re-examine their shit after hmm, somebody that has received over 80 Oscars, Harvey Weinstein, everything that has come out about him. So that's when they said, "Oh, maybe we should fucking reevaluate." So he's been removed. Roman Polanski has been removed. But still, none of their Oscars have been asked to return. They still aren't banned from, well, Roman Plants can have a show because he won't come back in the country and however one stays in jail. But Mel Gibson. Still no permanent ban or, or any type of ban if they were walking free along the world. And still no outrage there. And even just a week ago, hmm, somebody that was had been previously rightfully so canceled, moving into the Grammys, Louis C.K. winning a Grammy for a comedy record that he put out after confessing to serial sexual misconduct. He decided to uncancel himself and record this and go on tour, which when I looked up the facts on his tour, 95% of them were sold out, which is disgusting in itself. That he can decide to uncancel himself and you know what, oh well, I'm just gonna laugh it off and make comedy specials about it. And then win a fucking Grammy for it. And yeah, it wasn't, you know, live and he didn't show up. He at least didn't have the balls to show up for that one. I was kind of shocked. He didn't, but was still clapped at and applauded for it. And then, hmm, just this Friday night in a whole other realm, NASCAR, going to bring up NASCAR. There is a fucking fight 
which was actually a pretty fucking brutal fight, to be honest. I watched the video of it. Punches being thrown down to the ground, wrestling style match at Martinsville Sea uh, Speedway between uh, Ty Gibbs and Sam Mayer, both drivers after the end of the race that had bumped each other out, basically winning the race. See no trigger warnings about that. No screaming. What if that had been Betty White? God rest her soul. <laughs> and I see no word of punishment on that. Or no one talking or... about how they're making white people look so, so bad. So exactly. Bad. So yeah. bad. And it does. And it's ridiculous. And hmm, one of the most popular sports in it is actually starting to get even more popular with women. Hockey. There's a fucking fight in every damn game. Every game there's a fight. And they're cheering it on. Fighting is the best part of hockey. <laughs> exactly. I mean, so save me with these fucking ridiculous thoughts of trigger, but nothing about Roman Polanski, nothing about Halle Berry. Legit things that should be fought for. And, you know, I'm going to bring up some. Also, one other thing I was just kind of, you know, I've always thought this weird that women have this weird obsession with crime serial killer and i will admit i've been one i love some of the, my favorite things to watch are serial killing true crime shows but 73 percent of listeners to true crime podcasts are women which are predominantly white women same viewers of crime serial killer shows which are extremely mm-hmm. violent but you're gonna sit there and talk about a slap between two grown black men that never you know and i've seen plenty of grown men fight they fight they're friends. I doubt these two will be friends in the long run because it's been an ongoing thing. But I've seen men getting fights two weeks later, having drinks with each other. So it's ridiculous. But there are things out there that need, I want to talk about that aren't getting the attention that rightfully should be triggering people. First one, hmm, January 6th, insurrection that had five people die, hundreds of people injured, including 138 police officers. That also led to the death of four officers that responded to it in suicide within seven months of that. My biggest one right now too, the Don't Say Gay Bill that was signed into law in Florida just this week by Death Santis. And that has now led to more, there are more than a dozen states right now that are starting to enact similar laws going through their Congress. And every single day right now, there are fucking war crimes going being committed right now by Russia in Ukraine including straight up execution style killings of Ukrainian civilians and the town of Busha at the hands of these Russian soldiers. And the daily occurrence of negative misinformation coverage of our current president's administration by the mainstream media. And now there's a woman in Texas that is being charged with murder for a self-induced miscarriage that she communicated to hospital staff who then turned her in. Somebody you should be able to trust, talk to somebody in confidence, and they turned around and turned her in. And she was yeah. all she these people screaming, all these right wingers screaming about HIPAA. Was that not a HIPAA violation? Yeah, exactly. And but that's not triggering. That's not being you know these states aren't being canceled. This media is not being canceled. There's nothing going along with all of this that. But a fucking slap is what is triggering people and having nightmares and shit. I was like, I'm sorry, none of that. I still have nightmares about watching January 6th, working from home. I still have night. I 
worry about living in a fucking red state of what could happen what these don't so gay bills and how far they're gonna go mm-hmm. but a fuck excuse me with a fucking slap is not triggering at all and it's absolutely ridiculous. Okay, triggers yeah that says a lot about people's priorities and a lot about what they consider to be humanity yeah. or unex- yeah, unacceptable. Yeah, exactly. And you know, Will Smith's still going to be a millionaire 10 years down the road, but where's our country going to be if mm-hmm. we don't start getting the real triggers and cancel culture going? Exactly. Things that affect us every day. We Thank have, you so much for that. We have the GOP, and this is to add on to Katie's point. And um, we have GOP laws, which are going to be mentioned later, but in order to counteract legalizing gay marriage, Tennessee is trying to counter that with a bill that would effectively allow children of any age to be married Mm -hmm. to an adult. Like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, that should be a trigger, not a goddamn slap. That that law is right. They sit there and they want to attack Katanji Brown Jackson and her cases where she sentenced child molesters. And they talk about cancel culture, like Katie's talking about, with so much, uh, so many other things that we could be canceling and triggered about. But they're gonna, they're looking at allowing laws like this mm-hmm. after attacking Katanji Brown records. Kataji Brown Jackson's record on the on pedophiles, yeah, which was the national average. So it's Katie, you are so fucking on point. Thank you. Really are you? Really, really are. And and true story to be told. If they were so triggered, why they not trigger about? And I messed up the name Brianna Taylor. Yep. Uh, why they was not triggered about Ahmaud Arbery. Let's take it back from when I was a kid. Why they was not triggered about our du- our Oh my God, I'm messing up mm-hmm. his name. Sure. He's still alive. Amadou Diallo. Amadou Diallo. George Floyd. Yeah. Um, Trinity King. <laughs> King. Yeah. Tamir Rice. We could go on. And we could go on for days. Yeah. Stop with a motherfucking BB gun. That could have been your child. That couldn't possibly be my child, but y'all want to get mad about Will Smith? Will Smith just slapped him. I swear, because Chris Rock, I'm from Harlem. Chris Rock is from Bed-Stuy. And I keep saying this, but why does it matter where he's from? Because where he's from back in the day was like Harlem. If you come at somebody's wife or something, mm-hmm. you're lucky that you get punched in your face. This is shit that you get shot for. Yeah, you're not easy. Yeah. Stop in the face. He really did. I almost even feel like Chris Rock even knew that. That's why he just like he took his slap, but he didn't really say much in the moment because he knew That's what the why. fuck he did. Yeah. He knew he so had it coming. Yeah. I didn't press he, knew he, deserved, he knew he got off lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's That's what thing. I mean. Like Here's he knew that like he could have been worse than it wasn't. So yep. Chris know. Rock thinks Chris Rock thought that because he was performing and for his white people, which is what he does. He performs for the whites, not for us. He ain't, fu- what you say, Shantae? He ain't fubu, okay? Yeah, he, he, he performs for white people. He disparages black women for the white gays and he did not expect to get checked on it. Nope. Yeah. He knew that he should have, but he thought that he was in this white safe space, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I just imagine, okay, for example, Jay-Z from the same neighborhood. He's from Mossy Project. Chris didn't grow up in the projects. 
That's why Chris punk ass bitch. Chris didn't grow up in the project. And, and, and it's no disrespect to people where they grew up at. You know, Jay-Z is from Marcy Projects. Jay-Z had a past before he became an artist. He sure did. He knew to not attack Beyonce. He said that. A lot of, he could have went open season on anybody, but he knew who to go to. But he didn't realize the Philly came out of will real quick. Sure West did. Philly came there and slapped the shit out of weak ass Bedstar Brooklyn Chris. That's what happened. Cause the other Bedstar dude, Sean Carter, you talked about Beyonce. You was not getting slapped. You was getting handled backstage. Yep. Handled back as Jay Z from his day, even when he was a, he was first in the rap. You don't fuck with him. Don't sell his shit. Bootleg. Don't do none of that. Cause you would your ass would have. Got, got. You're absolutely right. Jada was an easy target. Number one, because she's a black woman, period, the end. But number two, because because of Will. Because, you know, well, Will's not going to act up in front of white people. Yeah. Well, you found out, didn't you? <laughs> but here's, yeah. here's the thing. Even if, even if he had gone up there and punched them in the fucking face, even if that still should not be more triggering than all this other shit that came in no world. Mm-hmm. So, in no you know, world. Back to your point, it is just like a BS excuse to try to police black people's behavior because mm-hmm. none of that is actually that fucking triggering. No. no. Thank no. you, Katie. I mean, for real, like what the fuck? Word. If you're oh, more triggered by a slap, that's not that deep. It is right. not. If you are more George triggered, w. Bush you are get more triggered by a slap Come on, on live now. TV. Yeah. Like that shit is. You should have been triggered by this Tennessee bill of letting mm-hmm. grown ass men stick their little dick in mm-hmm. kids. Not just girl, little girls with little boys too because some of them are gay on the low. Would have stick their little dicks in people. Get the fuck out of here, son. It's 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 ridiculous. It's it was a fucking slap. I guarantee you that these people that are so offended by the fucking slap and are still triggered, quote, by it, watch The Walking Dead, Law and Order, SVU, all these other procedural (laughs) shows that are so much more violent than a fucking slap. And that's why, Katie, your point about um, white women with, um, what do they call it, true crime? Y'all just, like, yeah, like Sarah's saying, these are the same people who, this is what you watch to go to sleep. Yeah. This is what you watch to unwind at night. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, I do like, too. Watch I a do whole murder story. Yeah. But I'm not going to get upset Katie, you picked such a good topic this week. We were like chomping at the bit. True crime. And, and, and the like, last heartbeat, the unpopular heartbeat, who said Will Smith should get, and this is one of your own. See, they not for you, by you, one of your own, you know, Harry, whatever his last name. You want to say Will Smith should get back his Oscar for someone that never probably attended the Oscar and will never be invited to the Oscar. So sit all the way down and shut the fuck up. He's not one of my favorite shows, but took me all day to realize he was. Not give that shit back. Do not give that shit back. And FYI, Robert Townsend was a better heartbeat than you. Fucking get it. 
God, Thank Katie, Katie, you picked such the perfect topic because we all had something to fucking say on that. Every day I added to my list of things to talk about because every fucking day new shit happens. Like, I can't wait to see what Shantae got for us. Yes. It's information war room. Oh, I've been hyped for this. I've, I've been, been salivating for this because you know Shantae is going to bring it. And oh my yeah. God. You what? haven't done misinformation war room yet. And I've been just dying until you got this. She got her receipt. Get back and sit back and get ready. Get ready. So I got this misinformation war room, ladies. It's on, you know, the drive. So y'all can look at it. I'm pretty sure y'all did. Um, so this is my first time having this misinformation war room. It's like your school project, you know, you gotta research everybody. So the midterms is coming up, and everybody's been beefing and shit with Senate races and whatnot. Besides that, some people, you know, predicting that Republicans is going to get the the House, the Senate again, historically. So I want to bring some historical context. I mean, we're all going to be debunking it sometime and further shows in it, but you know, this is part one of it. Somebody might bring the part two, part three, whatever. So there was an opinion article about history shows Democrats midterms doom isn't preordained. Okay. They said in 2014, Senate Democrats in control of the body fell to Republicans, thus giving President Obama dubious distinction of being the only two-term president living memory to suffer two midterm disasters. That's because some of you um, Midwestern Democrats was motherfucking racist and you guys didn't champion the ACA and that's why you're motherfucking lost. The ones to my coal, the coal, the coal, the coal. Yeah, y'all lost the fucking race. But since they want to give their 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 stuff, yes, you know, republic, you know, Democrats did fall, you know, some of their racism. But if you really want to get technical with the shit, you know, they want to talk about 1998, but they were saying in 1998, thanks to booming econo- economy and Republican impeachment overreach in 2002 and all of this shit. So I got 1998. I am going back to the year where I was 12 years old. I was six years old with paying attention to politics, being in grown folks business, ain't got no business being in my parents' business. But I want to compare and contrast. So in the 1998, yeah, Democrats, we picked up seats in the House, you know, in spite of Clinton's, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. You know, New Guerrero was still, you know, the Republican House person, but he was still in the House and, you know, and the other guy was in the seat. Yes, they picked up seats and they they did well, but they didn't do that well. So that's a debunction. So get the fuck out of here. New Guerrero's ass was still in there and it's ass caved to President Clinton because he was trying to derode President Clinton's agenda. And they had the Senate too. And the Senate, they had a bigger majority. Now let's go to the 2018 midterms. You know, they keep saying this shit like, oh, you know, more people with college without college degrees is not going, they're gonna lean to Republicans and all oh, gonna lean into Republicans. So I wrote in my synopsis the 2018 midterm elections were supposed to be the referendum of Donald Trump. They said this. Uh, um, it, upcoming it's supposed to be a referen- referendum of President Biden. We don't know yet. But 
In 2018, they said the same thing about Donald Trump. But however, we saw an increase on, in Democrats flipping House seats. And as a result, the Democrats seized control of the House of Representatives, making Nancy Pelosi once again the Speaker of the House after eight years of Republican controlling the lower chamber. Yep, it was a great for Democrats to have that majority. As for the Senate, because they kept saying the Democrats were supposed to take over both houses, supposed to be a refer referendum of Donald Trump. But Republicans managed to keep control and even flip four Democrat incumbent seats in states of North Dakota, Indiana, Missouri, and Florida. So Bill Nelson in Florida lost his seat. Claire McCaskill lost her seat in Missouri to the insurrectionist later on to be presumed. And Indiana, Joe Donnelly lost to um, Mike Braun's racist ass, which he does not want to fucking, he wants to fucking overturn, supports of overturning loving, the loving law, which is settled law. And North Dakota, Heidi Heikamp lost to some other non-factor ass North Dakota Republican. So, and then Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. So in a Fox News piece, New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said, Biden's bad poll numbers is due to young people have not been served. And in one of she said, Biden campaign on canceling up to $10,000 in student loan per borrower, but the progressive wing of the Democratic Party is calling on him to cancel up to $50,000. Yes, you know, he campaigned on canceling some student loan debt, but you know what? He actually did cancel student loan debt and it's not for the able-bodied. It was for the students with disabilities. He canceled 5.8 billion of student loan debt for disabled borrowers. So people with, you know, with very strict, crazy disabilities. And the article is in the link. And, you know, there is a bill to cancel student loan debt that has been proposed since she wants to, you know, call on the executive action of the president. Forbes even said, the president can't cancel student loan debt in total because it's not healthy for the economy. Coming from someone that studies the economy, I can tell you that shit ain't healthy. And you know, I am for canceling student loan debt. That's why I'm a pragmatist, but I wanted to do it the respectful way. So a new congressional proposal may represent a major departure from a plan for student loan forgiveness supported by progressive Democrats. Rep. Vincent Gonzalez introduced a student loan relief bill that will cancel up to $25,000 of federal student loan debt, uh, student loan relief bill, which would, yeah, cancel up to $25,000 of student loan borrower, uh, student loans for borrowers. He introduced a similar legislation back in 2020 during the start of the global pandemic. And you would think that he will have support from these quote unquote loudmouth ass progressives in the news and everything, but he doesn't. But overall, I will just like to say this, that in the misinformation war room, which is a different misinformation war room, like my colleagues who are intellectually smarter than I am, even though we're all smart on this, I can say that, um, you know, these pollsters, these commentators, they all need to let the process play out, shut the fuck up and trust the voters that they will go out there during the primaries and more so during the uh, general election in November to vote for the Democratic Party. Because if you're voting for the Grand Insurrectionist Party, formerly known as the GOP, formerly known as the Republican Party, which I don't know if they're still calling themselves Republicans these days, you're voting for more insurrection in the Capitol, probably at the White House. 
you're voting for, let's see, more um, draconian bills, such bills to molest children and to, you know, put a muzzle on women's reproductive health. I mean, and if, you're, if your biggest issue is student loans, then number one, you're fucking idiot because there are bigger issues than that. And there's something wrong with you. Religion. Number two, if you think that Republicans are going to write off your fucking student loans, you are dumber than a fucking ton of bricks. Word. And if you're also voting for them, then you don't care about voting rights, especially for people like myself, Lauren, Ashley, uh, Alien, and even Katie, who even though she's a white woman, but she's a gay white woman. So yep. there you have it. And for Sarah, who is a pansexual on this panel. So there you have it. You have representation on this for women's <laughs> fucking podcast. So if I were you, quote unquote, progressives, because you're really not, because real progressives don't say they're progressives. They actually get the fucking work done. Take mm -hmm. notes from Letitia Ann James, New York Attorney General. And if you really want to be that progressive, you don't talk that shit. You walk that shit. My father said money talks and bullshit walks. And that shit is real shit. So if you want you know, some type of cancellation, loan debt, even if it's 25000 even if it's $5,000, you could take some crumbs. You better vote for the Democratic Party because that's the party that's going to help you lift your ass out of poverty, will give you the boots to lift yourself off the Please say that. Please Ooh. say that. Ask someone who had, first of all, thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. That was a word. That was a word, this fine Palm Sunday. Shantae yes. just <laughs> took us to church, okay? But- as someone, as someone who has six figures in student loan debt from attending purely public universities, and they are only pro they are public loans. As someone who has a, sh and I can't. Sometimes I like I have to like I just try not to think about it because it's a lot, and it's a racket, and mm -hmm. yeah, I'm waiting to get my loans forgiven. But when I googled the other day. And saw the Uncle Potus was like, uh, probably August. I was like, okay, we got more time. Like, for me, as a as a pragmatist, do I want my loans gone? Sure. Do I know that Uncle Potus can't do it himself? Yes. Mm -hmm. Am I happy that what appears to be happening is that he keeps pushing the the goal line, the goalposts further down the line, so that you dumbass motherfuckers will vote for us? for Democrats so that we can get the majority we need in the Senate so that we can have an actual bill that addresses this shit. I, yes, that's what I that, it could be just me, but every time, cause when he was like, okay, you guys don't have to do it until May. And like, I didn't hear any of them saying anything about that. And yep. but like my cousins and I, like our group chat, like blew up. We were all like, we don't gotta pay our loans yet. Yep. Like I've got, I've got student loans too. So yep. it's like, I'll take it. Yeah. Same. Like, I'm like, yeah. I'll take it. I I'm paying off like a bunch of shit right now. And I was super grateful Yeah. when that announcement came out and it's just real curious how Shantae, you're right. They're, they're real. They're quiet about that. And it yeah. legit just happened. And it's another thing they're quiet about too, that there's 29 AGs in this country, including the New York AG who is co-spearheading uh, a lawsuit against Navient my loans mm -hmm. is obvious because I can sell yep. it. Same here. They sold <laughs> them and ECMC. What they did was they sold the fucking loans to different other providers. 
Yep. And since they did that without other people's knowledge, they're getting fucking sued. So those are students who went from school to 2002 to 2014. That's myself, Lauren Ash, I believe Sarah, you went to school during that time. Yep. So you did too. And Kay, yep. you did too. So that's all of us on that panel, including our producer himself. So if you went to school around that time and if you consolidate your loans through Navient and Navient did some fucking shady shit, then your loans will most likely will probably be forgiven. So there's 29 fucking ages doing that work. And I went to school in Massachusetts. So either way, I'm praying to the gods and the heavens above that our loans will be forgiven. So it's yep. not people like Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez or Ilhan Omar or Rashida Tlaib. Who or- haven't written any bills. They right just don't want to work. Bill. That's what it is. It's no school member helping you to consolidate your motherfucking loans. So yeah, the bullshit. they just don't want to do the work because if they highlight what's actually happening, then people will be like, but what are you doing to help? Exactly. Exactly. You know, and what really bothers me about this is like all these people wanting all this student loan forgiveness. And it's like, okay, yes, I get it. Student loans are a fucking hassle. They fucking bury me with the interest rates on it. And like with the COVID pandemic and with the payments being suspended, it has helped so much more than I could possibly say. However, Mm -hmm. comma, I took out those loans knowing full well, I was going to have to pay them back. I have no problems paying them back because I took them out. Yeah. I knew what I was doing. Fix those, to me, I don't need my student loans forgiven. I need the interest rates brought down. Yes, Yes. that would be super helpful. That's That's a place I always much an interest as I actually took out, which is disgusting. Mm -hmm. Like that's predatory, that's predatory. Yes. Our producer said just cancel my call note. I know that would help more. I'm just saying. Hey, here's the thing that it's on my rent. Pay my rent. I don't want to pay it anymore. <laughs> Can I just say what bugs me the absolute most about this whole cancel my student loans thing is that the majority of Americans don't even fucking have student loans. Exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I love how the squad tries to pretend like they're always working for black people and they're trying to help black people, but only about 15% of black people have student loans. So why don't you fucking put money into K to fucking 12 schools, okay? And properly fund education so that people- How about you actually vote? How about you actually vote for the Build Back Better? Yeah, like how about we fucking make sure that there's not lead fucking pipes in the fucking school building? How about that? No, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? If they actually cared about- if they school buses. How about that? If Miss Alexandria Ocasio, who is Black Cortez, cared about if they cared about Black people, um, why aren't you then just arguing that we need reparations? Why that's are you silent on that? Fucking part. That she will because I will I will take my reparations in in the form of my student loans being paid off. Shantae, you good with that? We good? I'll with that. Yo, that would I'll be take that. Fun. I'll take that. But 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 you know that would actually be something that would help black people. And they've got to throw out a lot of nebulous nothing 
when they have no plans and they just want to make noise. But I would like to address to the David Hogs of the world and people like, why are you coming at him? He's young. Because oh he runs guy. his fucking mouth too much. Yeah, He's yeah. the person that bastardized his platform like him. They mm-hmm. bastardized their platform. They was not like Emma, the Cuban girl who actually is doing something with herself. I like mm-hmm. her. He's yeah, too, me too bastardized their 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 platform. So the David Hall canceling student loan debt is not on everybody's mind. It's not on every mm-hmm. young person's mind. If we don't have our voting rights, you're not going to get your fucking student loans canceled. Okay. Thank you. Thank it's, you. It's, that is it's, it's, that's exactly it's, why the number one issue: voting rights first. That's period. It. That's it. Oh, I got to address Latasha Brown, who took a selfie with the president, right? She took a selfie with the president. I got that receipt. I should post that up. So she took a selfie with the president. But a few weeks ago, a few weeks before that, you told the president not to come to Georgia. And she sure looked good. She sure did. I want to know if you know civics, if the president was able to come to you know, it was was able to not come, I mean, come to Georgia, he came to Georgia, but if the president put out an executive action for voting rights, you don't think that shit will be challenged by the Supreme Court, the 63 Supreme Court that we have? In a heartbeat, in a New York minute. The court that we lost when these progressives set Bernie or bust. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. When a special progressive said it doesn't matter who pretends to be Black. They, like, they told us that Hillary Diane Rodham Clinton was fear-mongering. Hillary the hawk, Donald the dove. Look where we are. Oh no! Better yet, this particular progressive, you know, she got the same skin color as me. Doesn't mean she's black. But I'm just saying is she's all skin folk and kin folk. The scotus didn't matter because if the scotus wouldn't matter, you would have got your student loan debt canceled. And last time I checked, you work for a really great law firm. You didn't need your student loans debt canceled. People like me, Lauren, Ashley, all those who make a a a a. Not a high income. We need our student loan debt canceled. We do. This, yeah. We're willing to pay on some. We just don't want to pay the motherfucking interest. That's called pragmatism. That <laughs> part, I love it. And that's called pragmatism, bitch. <laughs> and that's to all you moderates out there. So if you want to know what my ideology is, it's pragmatism. Yes. There you go. Yes. Thank you, Shantae. That Thank was awesome. You, Shantae, that, that was, was the thing I wanted it to be and more. I love Shantae with misinformation camp, mm-hmm. with misinformation war room. Yes, I did not know I can I could debunk stuff. You got this. Girl, <laughs> what do you mean you didn't know you could debunk stuff? You're bringing the receipts all the time. Okay, there you go. There you go. Greg just texted us. That's called pragmatism, bitch. We're putting this on t-shirts. There's our t-shirt for the show. Shout out to our producer. He's so amazing. He just yeah, coming in. We do. We love you, Greg. We love we you. Thank you for that, Shantae. That amazing. I'm glad uh, I was able to add on to you a little. That's <laughs> bitch, because you know I love saying bitch to people who deserve to be called bitch, okay? It's a woman-friendly show, but if if I have to call somebody a fucking stupid bitch, I will do it. You know what? You know what? You're bringing that up. You're bringing that up, Eliane, and nobody seems to have a problem when we call someone a bitch. But when people call someone else a twat, then it's a fucking problem. And I just say I love the word twat as well, though. I know. Fucking twat. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I love that word. And I say it the English way because I was there for so long. 
It's twat. British. It's twat. It's twat. Twat and wanker. Those are my two favorite British words right there. Wanker. I like wanker. You know, and it's so much, it's so much better when you've got the British accent because it's wanker. But I don't have the accent, so I have to settle with wanker. Favorite college professor that says a lot. That was so good. Thank you so much for that misinformation. War room. It was amazing. That was good. That was so good. Oh my God. And now Sarah, it's my favorite part of the show. Let's go. <laughs> oh my God. Like I, with this week with bitch ass and badass of the week, like I saw that we got, I saw that we got some feedback from some people saying that Elizabeth Warren should even be part of this group of people. Fuck that. She's still shitty with what she did here. This is not a scale of if we <laughs> this is my thing to like the people okay if somebody on quote our side of the aisle acts like a bitch ass we're gonna call him out bitch ass mm -hmm. of the week is not just designated there it to is the right okay it is it is applicable to everybody so this week's <laughs> a bitch ass of the week and it was kind of hard because they're all well i can't say good they're all bitch asses so Bill Maher, for being his usual misogynistic asshole self, Tom Leatherwood for introducing a bill in Tennessee that would effectively legalize child marriage with no age limits. No age limits, okay? How sick is that? Elizabeth Warren for her constant cancel student debt rhetoric and attacking POTUS instead of writing a damn bill, knowing damn well that if Joe Biden ever introduced an executive order, it would be overturned by the courts. Write a fucking bill, Liz. And, and Matt Gates, with his blatant disrespect of the secretary, of the defense secretary, Austin, which I have to say, I greatly enjoyed watching that video because the look on sec, on, on, Secretary Austin's face that gave me life because I know that look <laughs> that look if the man had did not have any honor and did not have impeccable military bearing Matt Gates would be laid out on the floor after being punched in the face so yeah I wish he would have but <sighs> you know and the thing is okay some people my, deserve a good slap. We keep saying this. I know. I have a DOD background. I worked for the Department of the Air Force for over 10 years. Matt Gates needs to shut the fuck up about defense spending when he clearly knows nothing about it. He needs to shut he up. He needs to shut He's not even a good lawyer. He's, he's not, not good anything except he's not. Files. He's not, which is why with 41% of the vote, Matt what? Gates gets bitch ass of the week. Well what? deserved. Because he just said that he looks like a witch. Like 10. 10. 10. 10. 10. 10. 10. 10. 
listeners. I hate his face so much. Well, first of all, Lauren Ashley Ashley commented on the shape of his his head because it's like like a bobblehead, right? And then it is. And he's wishless, Ken. I'm dead. And and you know what? Here's to you, you little bitch ass, Matt Gates. You fucking bitch. Wait, what's that German word? What's that German word? Back five and just I don't don't know how to say it. The German word that means a face in need of a and face in need of a punch or a slap. Oh my god! What is that word? Because I need to learn it. I got to learn this word. German friends, (laughs) listeners, let us know what this word is. Charles Murphy slap. What the five? I know, I know, I know. Shake, But I don't know what the other one is. It's uh, hold on. I, I don't speak German, so pardon me. Back, back, fifing, back, fifing, geschist. If, we, if you oh haven't even listened to speak German, help us, please. But yeah, no, that's what he has. He has that a face in need of a slap. I was a punch, a punch. Bill Maher, but I'm glad it's Matt Gay because Bill Maher is not unscathed because I don't like. But Bill Maher was this was the runner up to this. I was. Okay, so Gates got forty-one percent of the vote, and then Bill Maher got twenty-seven percent of the vote, and then Liz Warren got twenty-three. And I cannot believe this, you people, you guys. A guy that introduced a bill to legalize child marriage at any age only got nine percent of the vote. What the fuck? I mean, you know, all the candidates are equally bitch ass they are I don't know they if are yeah <laughs> I just made up a new word but god damn it they're fucking terrible all of them all, all of them all the one was to legalize um child child molestation for real for real and you got Bill Maher Bill Maher look like he, he got some pedophile vibes because he likes younger women I hate him so much he's I so disgusting he, I hate him I hate him, hate him. Like honestly, if even if a desperate woman would not fuck that even over the back, he is a fucking misogynist. He is a misogynist. He's a he don't like our vice president. I don't think he likes black women. And yes, I would. Yeah, he dates them. It's it's that. I'm sorry. I think I think fucking women that are over twenty. I don't know. I like I'm I'm highly suspicious of any woman that's dating him because I think that like dating him results in automatic DAP. And not and not just even that. Like I just feel like you know, he, oh, like oh, I'm so glad everybody read him like this past year. Think Tiffany Cross read him. Everybody read him. I Mm -hmm. read him. Some people got mad in my mentions. Like, why are you reading Bill Maher? Because Bill Maher has always been trash. Okay. You know, we talk about cancel culture, and Bill Maher needs to be fucking canceled. For a lot of things. Oh my God, he fucked yeah. Ann Coulter. Shut the yeah, fuck yeah, up. Yeah, I think it's a date. Yeah, but, I'm sorry. That's a oh, you know what? That makes sense. That's why he always has her as a guest on his fucking show. Yeah, they oh, used to date okay. a long time. You know, and because and because she's a nasty ass human being, who the fuck would want to fuck her? Oh my God, another nasty ass human being like Bill Maher. <laughs> I mean, she's like nothing but skin and bone, horse mouth. Oh right. my God. Oh, Don't disrespect Skeletor, okay? I have a Skeletor book. What would Skeletor do? Don't disrespect (laughs) Skeletor. Skeletor wouldn't uh, fuck Bill Maher. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Yeah, Skeletor would never. And and Dinesh, that 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 Indian um, colonizer guy, the the Indian token dude. 
Yes, because he, you know, you got token black people in the GOP, but you got token Indians too. And he's a token Indian. Dinesh, who always criticizing black people and got read to filth, even though people don't like Roland Martin, but Roland Martin had every right to check him. I think it's Dinesh. No, wait, doesn't, Dinesh? doesn't Ann Coulter Dinesh. have Dinesh. black Dinesh boyfriends? Who? Doesn't, doesn't Ann Coulter have a black boyfriend? I don't give a fuck yeah, who she I got. don't know, but Bill Maher hates black women too, and he also fucking clearly hates them. So yeah, you know this. They is like what- to use their sexual yeah. preferences as um, a shield for their racism. I and was going to say, like Thomas Jefferson fuck? was raping his was raping Sally Hemings while she, while he owned her for her entire freaking years. body. So that don't make no excuses for him. It doesn't make excuses yeah. for you. Yeah. Or Strong Thurmond, who had a whole secret black family. Yo. Oh my God, what? Strong Thurmond had a whole ass black family? No, really? I didn't know, Strong I Thurman, did not know this. He had a whole Strong, secret family. I want to make, it, it was it was Strong Thurmond, right? He's the yes, one who, like, he died yes, in his daughter. Was, like, his oh my God. daughter was like, by the way, you yes. guys. It was a big ah. deal because he was a segregationist, but he had a black. He daughter. was. He was, he was a racist oh, little oh, sucker. Really? And, the, and the girl that he had at the baby with, the girl was 16 years old. Oh, well, oh my God. God. Okay, so he's Pedophile got the racism. Party. He's got the racism, the pedophilia, the misogyny. Oh, all wrapped up in a cute little package. Whole damn Fucking gross. Popcorn. Fucking gross. Okay, I want to get back to that fucking subject now. <laughs> Oh, uh, says she's dating um Jimmy Walker. Um, what is it? Um, Jimmy Walker from Good Times. Yep. That's who the, the dynamite guy. Dynamite. Yeah. yeah, that makes and sense. There, bring our moods back up. Bring our moods back up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're moving. We're moving on from the subjects. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna lift it up. We're we're gonna end it up on a high note with the badass of the week. All right. So none of this should be a surprise, but. Our nominees this week were Don Staley. Is that right, Katie? Staley? Staley. Yep. Staley from the South Carolina Gamecocks for winning the Women's National Championship. Woohoo! And I'm not, I'm not South Carolina, New York, hello, but I'm still cheering. Barack Obama for his appearance at the White House with President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, speaking to the efforts of the continued fight to protect the ACA and the millions of Americans who rely on that to get health care. Forever POTUS. I'm sorry. Not sorry. Forever yeah. POTUS. I can't do that. I'm trying to do the heart thing with my hands. There we go. Oh are. God, I love him so much. <laughs> Ariana Grande pledging to match up to 1.5 million in donations to fight anti-trans laws. And can I, I just say point. thank you, Ariana, for putting your mouth, putting your money where your mouth is? Yes. yes. Thank you. I know she, she seems she, like good people. Know, she, yes. you know what though? I mean, she said, any donation up to 1.5 million, I will match that. That's yes, that mm-hmm. is that is so badass of her and just amazing. She's she is awesome. And our last one, Katanji Brown Jackson. That's justice, Katanji Brown Jackson, to you, who wins badass of the week. Yeah. Yes. With yes. I'm sorry, I'm unlocking my phone. Oh, I, it's 90% of the vote. Woo! Justice, Katanji Brown Jackson. Highly deserved. That's what's up. She deserves that and so much fucking more. Oh my God. The abuse that that woman had to endure. We got 
an actual black representation on the court. Oh, I said what, yep. what I said. I <laughs> yeah. said what I said. There's not been black representation on the court since Thurgood Marshall retired right before Bill Clinton came into office. Uh, every time I think about that, it just makes my soul turn. But now we got a sister on the court. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. I'm excited. I cannot uh, wait for her to send. Her descent's gonna be amazing. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. The only the only thing that I'm really bummed about is that she's not gonna be seated like immediately and she's not going to have a say in Roe v. Wade. Because when will she I be seated when is Briar actually retiring? Briar's retiring at the end of this session. Okay, that's what I thought. So it'll be after Mississippi is mm -hmm. decided. And I think like Tell me if I'm out of my lane on this, please, Shantae, Lauren Ashley, please. But I think I wish that she were able to be sworn in sooner because I feel like her voice is important in rulings like that is coming up in Mississippi. No, you're because absolutely right. It is Black women, Indigenous women, women of color that are going to be impacted almost disproportionately by the overturn of Roe v. Wade. And I feel like her voice is needed in that case. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, that's not out of line, especially with the person who's occupying RBG seat. I'd say, especially considering that crap. Oh, what a disgusting. It makes me sick to my stomach to think of her being on the yeah, court. Yeah, it does. That, that woman, I'm not going to say her name. No. Who did not know her individual, her five individual freedoms, but of course, Mr. Squirrel Senator himself, Benjamin Eric Sass, because he looked like a squirrel. He looked like, you know, the squirrels chasing acorns on the street. In New you York. have such auntie energy. <laughs> Thank you for that. Shante, I am naming you Dina's honorary auntie. <laughs> you are such auntie and the way that you said the squirrel. You know what? Jennifer Lewis, that's what you're giving me. You said <laughs> Benjamin like Squirrel. You can't know the way he was like smiling. They had a picture. Cause Joy, I love when Joy on the on the view, like Tim, she because she don't let him go unscathed. She's like, people like him are the most dangerous people in the Senate, which is true. Mm -hmm. Because he comes off nice, wholesome, like, you know, hi, you know, I think you're a great person. Hi, how are you? Do you know the interpretation of the originalism of the constitution? AKA, he wants to consider that's how he talks. That's how he talks. That's how he wants to consider people three fifths. He likes the, the, the constitution that considers. People like my all of us three fifths of a person, point or <laughs> listeners. If you are wondering why every every once in a while we just randomly burst into laughter, it's because our producer keeps putting comments in the chat as we're talking. Plain oatmeal and missionary sex sass. You know what that is? That is a boiled unseasoned chicken cutlet Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. he wants to because he considers the fifths of a person myself and lauren ashley and even alien and he doesn't consider women and you want to get the original interpretation of the constitution did not have women in it yep so when people At like home, senator home economics saying what's a woman 
needs to sit the fuck down. When I say Senator of Home Economics, it's Marsha Blackburn because she literally has a degree in home economics. She needs to go home and moisturize and fucking put some deep conditioner. I was going to say, how does she get that degree? She, she needs, that she that needs fucking keratin yeah. treatments is what she needs. She went to school on a scholarship to be a domestic housewife, guys. Are you fucking kidding me? You can look it up on. No. Uh, okay. There's crazy. nothing. There's okay. I want. I want to preface this by saying there is nothing wrong with wanting to be a domestic housewife if that's what you choose not to at be. All. Absolutely. And not. if you are able to do so. Mm-hmm. You should not need a fucking college degree for that. No, but also if you do get a college degree for that, can you fucking remember to put on some lotion, some sunblock on your skin so you don't age like a raisin in the sun and put some goddamn deep conditioner in your straw fucking hair, okay? Don't don't disrespect Lorraine. Don't don't disrespect no. Lorraine Hansberry with that raisin in the sun. No, okay, sorry. <laughs> like, like a bowl of milk in the sun. I'm thinking I'm thinking about this like fetishization of or not fetishization but uh, like like um false valorization of something that they're not even doing Mm -hmm. by which I mean because we're talking about the hair women in the 50s that hair was done so that's really your standard why are you walking around looking like this tell me you don't give a fuck and Howdy. Howdy. Greg, our, our producer, our producer just chimed into our into our meds, messages here that apparently Blackburn went on scholarship Probably. for home economics too. Listen, she doesn't know how to use seasonings. Get your whole back degree. I don't care. I don't really give a fuck. But like, show that you have. You know. Okay. So, speaking from an educator, right? You will be taught information, but then it's your job to apply that. So, bitch, apply that home ec degree. Apply. apply how the fuck is she going to apply a home apply ec degree it. in Congress? Well, she apply can't it. apply it to her fucking hair, Sarah. She, <laughs> she can apply it to her speech. Okay, <laughs> I will tell you this. I will tell you this, you guys. I failed portions of home ec because I cannot fucking sew to save my life. I broke the needle every goddamn time because the windsock that we were supposed to make, I kept trying to sew around the metal ring and I kept breaking the needle on the sewing machine. Okay. I do not sew. I failed that portion of home ec, but you know what? I do not have crispy fucking hair (laughs) and bad skin. Well, she can use some tresemme. Listen, or, or, or Garnier oat milk shampoo and conditioner. That's what I use. Girl of the story of today's episode. If we're going to wrap this up in a nutshell, okay. It's just fucking take care of yourself. Apply the shit you learn. (laughs) Stop looking like a gremlin after midnight who had, who has just been fucking fed. I gotta get a picture. Um, put some deep conditioner in your hair, and you know some sunblock on that face, cause you're gonna age like a gremlin in the sun. Um, As our uh, producer has so yeah. eloquently posted. Yeah, I'll post the picture. Definitely gonna post this on our social. Wait, social what did I miss? What did, I didn't see it. You see Greg's picture? I I can't even. <laughs> oh my god! No, not Ogra. Yeah, I mean, I Ogre saying? from the Dark something. Crystal. With oh, next shit. To I didn't see Blackburn. the picture down there. <laughs> next to Marsha. No, don't insult Ogre. 
She's more like her. Greg. She is more like a Skeksy. Oh my gosh. Like and on Chamberlain. That note, <laughs> on that note, listeners, remember, vote and moisturize to quote our previous guest, Dr. Candace. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. No, that's Nicholas Edney. My it bad. Is. Moisture, we moisturize, moisturize and fucking vote because our lives literally depend on it. So read some damn books, Ash, Dr. C. And read some goddamn books. Read some goddamn books. Thank you all for sitting in with us for another boisterous episode of Unapologetically She. Be sure to leave us a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. And thank you so much for spending this time with us. (laughs) Till the next time. So thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Eliane. I'm Shantae. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie. Make sure to stay tuned for next week when we will be discussing our next Shot and Chaser, Misinformation War Room, our read receipts, and our bitch ass and badass of the week. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. Again, at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. We'll see you online.